everyone, it is Dr. Dickinson, and today in this episode, I'm here to talk to you about grit. Grit is kind of a new phenomenon that is happening in the classrooms in terms of this mental toughness or perseverance that we're trying to instill with our students today. Um, a few years back, we had you know a big movement towards growth mindset, and that was just phenomenal, the idea that you know, anyone can achieve anything, and your IQ is not a factor in terms of what you're not, in terms of um, what you're able to do. So essentially, the notion that you can, the belief in yourself is a stronger determinant of your ability than your intelligent quotient. So it really has just kind of fostered this movement towards getting our kids into the psychology behind what we're learning, why we're learning, you know, teaching them about perseverance and not giving up, um, problem solving, just working through uh, challenges. And really, that is what GRID is all about. So a little history in terms of GRID. Grit uh, came out a few years back by Angela Duxworth, and let me just check my facts here. Dr. Duxworth is out of Pennsylvania, University of Pennsylvania, and um, she's got a great uh, TED Talk. If you haven't checked it out, it's all about grit and what grit is, and she talks about her own experience with grit. Um, she is a psychologist and she obviously has a bestseller called Grit, the Power of Passion and Perseverance. So, um, in addition to all of this work that she's done and the research she's, um, conducted with children and adults about grit and teaching kids about perseverance, um, she has developed a scale. And it's called the grit scale. So you can definitely do a self-assessment of yourself, of your students, and it will tell you how gritty you are and how you rank as compared to uh, other peers that have taken this assessment. It's, I believe it's normative curved. Dr. Duxworth has also developed a character lab, which talks about different traits that students need to have to develop grit. So some of those uh, characters are, you know, kind of their emotional intelligence, kindness, proactivity, you know, having purpose, gratitude, self-control, curiosity. And so there's a series of activities that you can do with your students that will help build grit and help them um, develop those kind of soft skills. So um, we are definitely seeing a bigger push towards social emotional skills in the classroom and, and having our teachers work with our students to develop social emotional skills. And, you know, oftentimes as teachers, we think, oh man, I, you know, I have to teach my content area. I have to have, make sure that my students are, you know, mastering these standards. And now you want me to teach social emotional skills. Well, well, the bottom line is, is that your students aren't going to learn anything or be open to learning if they haven't developed these soft skills 
to teach them how to persevere and to teach them how to work collaboratively and to get them to understand that, you know, just because you get a problem wrong on your math test doesn't mean you're stupid. Doesn't mean that you can't do math. It means that you need to work harder and you need to keep trying and you need to identify resources and skills that will help you be successful. And so a lot of this psychology here, it's just, yeah, it's a huge nut. But bottom line is, is that, you know, I work with teachers and teachers are gritty people. So I know in my heart and I know as a teacher the teachers are naturally gritty. And how I know that is because, well, if they've gone through a credential program and they've jumped through all the hoops that they have to do and all the assessments and everything that it takes to become a credential teacher, yes, they are gritty. And grit is what it's all about. So we talked about some different strategies so far from, you know, getting your students to understand what grit is and then, you know, making sure that you're providing opportunities for them to have experiences with grit. So what might that look like in the classroom? Well, it could be a project that they take on. So um, projects that build character. So maybe it is a project-based learning activity, such as starting a garden, a school garden, to create you know fresh fruits and vegetables to give towards to homeless and in families that need, to um, having a, a car wash to raise money for a, you know, a social, um, a, a, you know, a, a certain area of need. So, for example, we just have, you know, there's a lot going on right now in the world. You have, you know, the Amazon rainforest that um, is burning 18 million acres, I believe, at this point. And um, you have the hurricanes that are happening in the Bahamas, and there's just devastation. And it, it can really, really be, you know, for kids, and I know for an adult, it can be scary. It can be frightening. It can be making you want to just close your door and stay inside all day. Um, but we want to create a space where kids feel empowered. And so as a teacher, it really, you have to kind of like get in your inner zone and figure out ways that you can just bridge that space for our students so that they do feel empowered. So whether it's writing a letter to Congress or, you know, having a fundraiser or just bringing awareness to the school about what's happening in the world, it's very empowering for kids to have those kinds of experiences. Then they begin to believe in themselves they get to see a change they get to feel like they can make a difference and guess what's happening you're building grit so really that's what grit's all about and as classroom teachers we can create those experiences for students to develop perseverance for students to you know have a commitment they can set a goal about something that they want to achieve and watch them work towards that something small i mean um I remember teaching first grade and, you know, setting, having my students even set a fluency goal was a huge thing for them in terms of, you know, seeing, letting them work towards a goal of, you know, becoming a, a much more efficient and um, fluent reader. And reading is a lot of work. So sometimes kids are like, I don't know what grit is. I've never experienced it. I'm like, let me tell you, if you've learned how to read and break the code, 
and identify patterns and think about relationships between sounds and spellings and do that fluently, wow, that is a lot of grit right there, my friend, okay? But the other component of grit that, you know, we need to talk about is, is, um, is passion. So getting kids to be passionate about a topic and really it requires us to know our learners, to understand what funds of knowledge they bring into the classroom. And a lot of kids, you know, they are young. They haven't really had a lot of opportunity to get interested in topics. Um, and I know you're saying, you're thinking in your head, oh yeah, I know what my kids are passionate about. They, they're passionate about Fortnite or they're passionate about Minecraft. And guess what? We're not doing that in the classroom. Well, yeah, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> um, I never knew what Fortnite was for until like I was at my um, brother's house and his son was playing it. And then I was like, oh, hell no, you are not playing Fortnite in my house. Uh, oh, no. So, yeah, so uh, I think today we really need to provide our students with experiences. And that's not always happening in the home life, or maybe it is, but kids don't realize it. Um, get them outside, get them to experience different things so that they can figure out what they're interested in. Um, bring in guest speakers, have people talk about their experiences, things that they're doing. You know, you want to create some type of disequilibrium so that the students can see things differently. And we do that by, you know, having them have an experience where they have to experience failure. Um, and so that might be some, there's a lot of really wonderful STEM-based activities that you can bring into the classroom. I know for a while I was saying, STEM, yeah, that's great, whatever. But the reality is, is those STEM-based activities, even though you might think, you, well, this is a waste of time because I'm not explicitly teaching, you know, um, polynomials or the quadratic equation, and that's what we need to do. But those STEM experiences are going to teach your kids about perseverance and how to stay committed and not give up. So that way, when they are working through a really difficult, challenging math problem, problem, they're not going to just give up and say, I'm done. Just give me the answer. And so that's why building in STEM activities is really important for the classroom. So um, we want to make sure that we're creating grit in the class. We want our students to know about grit, what grit is. Again, it's passion, perseverance, and commit commitment. Um, Duck, Duck's word said, Quote, grit is like, is living like, like life is a marathon, not a sprint. And that reminds me of one of my um, experiences with grit when I um, ran my, uh, for my mar a marathon. I'd never run before uh, a marathon, excuse me, 26.2 miles. And I was really looking for an experience that was going to change my life. I was not making really healthy choices and I wanted to get myself in shape. I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to do something that I had never done before. So I said, that's it. I'm going to run a marathon. And it was with, um, it was in Los Angeles with the AIDS foundation. I had to also raise $5,000, which was huge. 
for the organization. So in top of, you know, stretching myself with a running um, goal, I also had to have a fundraising goal. And so that whole experience taught me a lot about grit. So I bring that up because as teachers, you know, our kids aren't going to know what grit is. We want to make sure that we are sharing our experiences and talking about grit and how it changed our lives. And then give your students an opportunity to share some types of gritty experiences they've had. Now, kids, they, you know, if they're playing sports or they are, you know, skateboarding is a great example because, you know, if you're going to learn a trick, you have to fall down and you have to fall and you fall hard and it really hurts. But the more you practice and you keep going at it, the more you can persevere and accomplish that trick. So that's really kind of like an essence of what grit is. Um, if you go onto my website, Teacher Prep Tag, you'll see uh, several videos that I've collected in a Padlet. Those are great to show the kids. Um, fascinating enough, Will Smith, who I loved when I was a kid, is an entire series of videos talking about like growth mindset and failure and success and setting goals and Man, he's great to watch. I don't know if your kids, your students will actually know who he is, but I do, you do. And um, even if you just listen to yourself in the morning, just get you fired up, excited about teaching, working with these kids, you know, you have a chance to really be a positive influence and shape their lives in a positive direction. And speaking about positive directions, you know, when I was thinking this morning about this podcast and talking about grit, I remember one experience actually it was really negative. I had in high school and um, I'm sure you guys don't know this about me, but I'm going to just say it. I got in trouble a lot. I was going through a really difficult time in high school. My parents got divorced. You know, I was in two different homes between my mom and my dad's. And it was just a lot of chaos and craziness, and um, it was a lot for me to process. I didn't really have anyone to talk to. So, of course, I just acted out because that's what kids do when they don't know how to process what they're feeling or what they're experiencing. And so, um, of course, you know, everybody knew me at the school. I had detention all the time, always starting drama, getting in trouble, so on and so forth. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, I ended up getting in trouble and, um, losing my prom because of a fight. It was just horrible. But point is, is that had I not had that consequence of experiencing something that I really wanted a loss. Okay. I wouldn't have turned my life around. I wouldn't have said, Hey, what like even think, what am I doing? Like I'm sabotaging myself. I'm causing a lot of pain to myself because I'm angry about things that I can't control. And, um, fortunately I had, you know, of course, a wonderful teacher that believed in me and in his class, he had us do journal writing. And it just became such a great outlet and space for me to express what I was feeling, express what I was thinking, to just put it out there. And he would collect our journals every week and read them and write comments and just was so positive and encouraging about my writing that I decided to be an English major when I 
got into college and that in itself was is a miracle because you know I had almost dropped out of school my grades were so poor and then um you know when I told you that experience where I got in trouble it just my life turned around I, I just turned around because I had you know kind of hit a wall and experienced a lot of pain that I had brought to myself and that I said I need to stop I need to you know to change things um so point is, is that I think we want to protect our kids and we want to keep them safe and everything, but we need to also have consequences. We need to have structure. Um, kids need to experience failure, but they also need to experience kind of the cause and effect of what happens when you screw up. And so, you know, we, we don't want to just make everything so easy for them that they they don't realize what they're doing and the impact it has. So I share that story because I think it's hard as a teacher to kind of come down hard on the kids, but they thrive in that. I mean, I was actually talking to my son. He just started middle school and I was like, what makes a good teacher a son? He's like, well, the teacher has rules and we know what to expect. And you know, they don't let anything get, get, get by. And I was like, wow, I can't believe he just said that. I was thinking like, oh, they let me have fun and play on the computer or whatever. No, they want it. They want to feel it. They want to know that you care. You are showing that you care by having consequences. You are showing that you care by providing structure and discipline and boundaries, all of those things. It's, it's amazing. Um, an interesting quote, uh, if you are looking for a great book. Lila Sangores has written a book about grit, grit in the classroom. And she said, quote, perseverance is not to be confused with compliance. Students who complete their assignments out of compliance are not going to become gritty. They aren't developing a passion and they won't persevere when things get tough. So really interesting that this idea that, you know, the kids that are just doing what they need to do, they're not really developing perseverance. They're not learning how to become gritty people or to develop passion, and they won't persevere when things get tough. So hopefully that kind of resonates with you. I know when I started college, I was just amazed to hear that almost half of the students in my class were going to fail out. Of freshman year. And of course, I went to University of Massachusetts, where the total student population was about 25,000. So a pretty big chunk of students, about half of the freshman class were going to fail out after that year. Um, and interesting enough, one of my students, I will never forget one of my, uh, sorry, floor mates, he was just so mentally tough. He wasn't, um, had, didn't have the uh, you know, he had to really work hard. He had to really work hard. And, um, but he, he finished his degree in four years and I saw many people just fail out. So we're not doing any, our kids any favors if we don't go tough on them and, um, you know, help them become gritty people. And, um, of course there's always that fine line between getting tough with the kids and doing it from a place of love. You know, so we always want to center ourselves and say, I'm coming from a place of love. You know, I want to set boundaries and help you be successful. And, you know, you provide the why and the how. 
in the background for your decisions. And it's not something that's just coming from my own space of I'm angry at you or you hurt my feelings. I think that's really easy to get into that mindset. Remember, when you're out there and you're teaching, if kids do something or say something to you, just remember, it's really 99.9% of the time, it's not about you. Uh, there's something else going on with that kid. Like I shared with my own experience, my parents were going through divorce. I was angry, you know, um, kids, kids can be in pain and sometimes it's a way for them to act out. So we want to kind of get to the root of that. Um, I remember I had a student who just always getting in trouble, fights, everything. And, you know, was kicked out of the class. It's just kind of like it, it, it ends, was going down a, a dead end. And I said, okay, this is it. And the principal said, yeah, I need you to come with me. We're going to go do a house visit and, and check out, you know, and, and talk to the parent. And so, um, we drove to a motel that's, and that's where the mom lived. She lived in a motel and there was, you know, it was not just this one child. It was, he also had three siblings. So it was, a uh, a family of four that were living living in a, a motel room, two beds inside and television, and that was it. And the mom, um, she was in a wheelchair. She was, you know, um, on a lot of medication and just in a lot of pain and just had a lot of health problems going on. And, wow, that just really struck me. It's like, man, I was just so quick to judge this kid and say, oh, this kid's a bully, or this kid's, you know, they just want to hurt somebody, or, you know, um, think of all the pain that this child was in, having a, to not have the space to really help out, or to, 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 to empower their mom, or support their mom, or, you know, to see their mom just being disabled, and, and not have a normal childhood, okay, I'm just gonna say it, Um, so, you know, they're just thinking about their basic needs being met every day. And here we are trying to teach them, um, you know, a concept that really doesn't connect with them. And they're like, well, what, I don't really care about that because I'm just worried about whether my mom's going to be alive, you know, she's going to be able to get through this challenging task. So, so yeah, we want to have some compassion and, um, you know, we want to get to the root of problems and and figure out ways that we can be supportive and build a community at our school site where we're supporting kids that are in need. Um, and when it comes to learning, like I shared earlier, bringing in those STEM-based activities are going to really allow our students to become active learners and to learn by doing. So it's really a, a, an idea of, of bringing in those experiences that are going to build their passion and going to build their interest and help them um, develop a sense of who they are and what they want to achieve in their lives. So, you know, if you're thinking about setting goals with your kids and doing grit and building in this type of mindset into your classroom, that's great. But, you know, kids might not have a goal. They might not know what they're passionate about. So make sure if that's the case, you're bringing in some experiential learning into your curriculum so that they can figure those things out. And once they do, then you can have them set goals so that they can see their own growth and development over time. 
So um, real quickly, we'll just wrap up some big ideas about building a growth mindset. Again, I talked about getting personal, talk about your experiences, um, share models of grit in your life. And of course, ask your students too about, you know, who's somebody in your life that's, you know, that's demonstrated grit or perseverance or has worked through a really challenging task or problem in their life and how they got through it. Um, let them experience grit. Let them, you know, go and repaint, you know, a school wall and see the transformation over time. Let them have a garden at their school site. Let them do a fundraiser. Let them give back to a, you know, community or feel empowered by giving. Um, develop a growth mindset in your classroom. You know, children who have a growth mindset tend to be grittier. And so as teachers, we need to tell kids that practice is not easy, that they're going to be confused and sometimes even frustrated. But with growth, growth mindset, kids are learning that, you know, it's okay to fail. Challenges help me grow. It's important to try new things. That feedback is constructive. It's going to help me. Um, and that their effort and their attitude will determine their abilities. So we want to make sure that they're also doing using a lot of positive self talk to support themselves. Um, and so if you get kids that are saying, I'm not good at this, or I can't do that, you know, get them to change those messages. Uh, really important that the students understand that their beliefs influence their outcomes. And the same is true, actually, in research with teacher teachers. Um, the teacher's beliefs about the students is the biggest predictor of the student's achievement. So we also need to check ourselves and, and make sure that we don't have biases or beliefs about our students that are going to lead them towards a certain path. And yeah, kids are going to mess up. Like I shared my own experiences, but every day should be a new opportunity for them to, um, to do their best, to bring their best. Okay. So don't bring, come in with judgment and your anger or attitude about them because, you know, they hurt your feelings. Remember, it's not about you. So some different ways that you can show grit in the classroom, you know, visuals are awesome. Posters, I talked about video clips, um, autobiographies about themselves, have them read a biography about someone that demonstrated grit. It could be, you know, Oprah Winfrey or Michael Jordan or somebody. Uh, I always love the story of, um, I'm freezing right now, the lady who did the Harry Potter series. I'm sure you guys have all heard about her amazing journey single mom, poverty, everything that she's overcome, um, and how she is actually extremely successful and everything that she set out to achieve, she achieved it because she didn't give up on her dreams. J.K. Rowling. Thank you. Just clicked in. Um, help your students understand the why or what they're doing. Purpose can be the best motivator. And also let your students know that you see their hard work. Remember, it's not just about the grades, but it's about the effort. So recognize those effort, give some validation, you know, recognize when students are going above and beyond and bringing their best and call it out. You might have a grit bulletin board in the classroom. Have your students recognize their peers. Again, providing some real life examples, sharing those stories. Um, Motivate kids with with video clips, you know, provide those experiences for them to 
collaborate, team building, have some gritty experiences. And again, have them think about those positive self-talk because it's going to become a fulfilling prophecy. If they're saying, I'm not good at this. I suck at math. I can't do this. Um, We want to change that mindset. Um, Praise and progress is really important. Remember, you're a coach. Be their cheerleader. And also get parents involved. Parents should be partners in this process. So, you know, once you start developing grit in the classroom and getting your students to understand what grit is, then share that with your with your with your uh, parents. You know, tell them tell them strategies that they can bring into the home that will help build uh, self efficacy and a growth mindset. So it might be you know giving kids responsibilities, having them have chores. You know, when your kids want to quit at something that becomes challenging, don't let them quit. Don't let them give up just because you know it's getting hard. Teach them how to how they can persevere. And you do that by sharing your own stories. Um, what else? And ha- also ha- let them have new experiences and have new experiences with your kids. Now this summer we got to take a trip and we all got in my family um, to swim with the manta rays. And it was just so amazing. It was such an awesome experience for my kids to have this new experience with me. And it was, you know, it was really scary because it was nighttime and, we had to wear our, our snorkeling gear and take a boat. And actually it was, it was a pretty great experience because it started thundering and lightning. And I was like, Oh man, I'm freezing out here on a boat in the night. And there's a thunderstorm, but we got to our site and we put on our gear and we went in the water and they put on those halogen lights and these 30 feet manta rays were just swimming up underneath us. And at one point, I thought I was going to hyperlet- hyperventilate, oh, my God. But then I just squeezed my son's hand. He's nine years old and saw his excitement. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. So have some amazing experiences with your kids and t- 